go over the stated period because he wants a result like yani we got yeah he also wants to get off yani to try and catch those special last 10 15 minutes it's not about lightning strikes twice it's whether my dua strikes twice <laughs> okay i made dua it worked out well we got home sick ending got there in time unbelievable shouting running around this that whatever still holding my books in my hand okay the question is that what am i making a dua for for tonight you know what i'm saying that's the question that's the question. I read today. You got that, you're like not even football fans, so this is wasting on you anyway. Okay, what is important about the result today, Yallah, from a Manchester United point of view? Yeah. Okay, Liverpool go through extra fixtures. Go on. That, that will make them mess up the league. Less chance of them winning. So it's good for them to go further. Yeah, okay. Any other angles? They get knocked out. They get knocked out. They cry all night. They cry all night. Because Adam cries all night. Liverpool Man United and they completely capitulate. And they completely capitulate the whole season. Mental mental breakdown. Fifth in the league. Fifth in the league. Fifth in the league. Yeah? Okay. Any other wedge? Any other angle? Where's the educated angle? No, that, that is important. The educated angle is that if Liverpool go through, they've always got a, they're good in cup competitions, they've always got a chance of winning it. If they win it, right, we, even if we come fourth, we don't go into Champions League. Masla. <laughs> as long as we don't win the league. Are you kidding me? No. And then we're nothing. Wait, 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 wait. Let me just play that back in my head. Us five, and they don't win champions and don't win. I, yeah, yeah, okay. Although that's low behavior. And <laughs> that's bestie that is. But okay, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. Tell her. All right. I do. That's that's the problem. That that, that that's the problem. Yes. That is the problem. I do support all English teams in the Champions League. So I am with Liverpool today. No, I do want them to win. <laughs> I do want <laughs> Which could be an argument. The whole citizenship, yeah, you know, they obviously they speak a different language. <laughs> right, folks, so today is a big one because it's almost entirely there's a fuzzy sound in the background, Allah. Um Maybe this the microphone is not plugged in properly or something or what? So um, today's session is almost entirely based about the uh, the right hand, okay? Its location and its movement and its uh, exact physical uh, movements and nature and all the rest of it. We tried to fix the microphone. If, let us know if it's uh, better, okay? And so we're going to start with... Um, so, 
In the text, in the Arabic, it's ثُمَّ يَجْلِسُ مُفْتَرِشًا وَيَدَاهُ وَلَا فَخِذَيْهِ يَقْبِدُ خِنْصَرَهُ خِنْصَرَ يَدِهِ الْيُمْنَى وَبِنْصَرَهَا وَيُحَلِّقُ إِبْهَامَهَا مَعَ الْوُسْطَى وَيُشِيرُ بِسَبَّابَتِهَا فِي تَشَهُدِهِ That is the text that we are covering. Lala, you made it worse, man. What's happened, Lala? One second, guys. Let's just sort this microphone out. I don't think it's here, is it, man? No, no, it can't be here. This is obviously plugged in properly. It's got to be over there somewhere. Come on, guys, quickly online. Yani, make your points yani, clear. Because we're moving on, then you're just going to have to listen to fuzzy sound. Okay. Like you're listening to this, you're watching football anyway. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, they give it like... Take us, Sam. There you go. <laughs> See that? It's two nil now. Oh. Who needs two? Oh, it's. Oh, oh, but I don't need to make squad. Yeah, yeah, bro. I never got this, man. Of course they have. Come on, what's happening? Online? Lala? What's it got to do with. What's it got to do with the volume? The spiders. Microphones would have been here. I'm not speaking from a mic, from a scarf. Cuss me, you know what? Make pure effort today. Oil the beard and all the rest of it. Cut my fingernails. Mum said, Yanni, don't even dare go in and do a demonstration, Yanni, about fingers, about cutting fingernails. Scarf, shower, this, that. And the guy goes, take your fucking scarf off. No respect, no nothing. No, no, he was off, yeah. No, no, it's just there's a fuzzy on the thing. Have you changed the Have you changed the plug? No. Okay, so we, we took it. We, we took the micro. We took the microphone out and we put it back in again. All right. So now we need to know whether it's working okay or not. Has this taken a knock? Did you pull this out? Uh, uh, no, you, you, uh, the, the, the microphone, um, um, the microphone, uh, was it in your boot? No, this, uh, this blue, was it kept here? It's kept in the bag. Chalo, I think early any dues around tonight then. I don't know what's happening. Are we having a lesson? Not having a lesson? What's going on? So the same with interference. Okay. All right. We can't do anything. Electric. If it's interference, what could it be? Okay. Let's turn off the the the, the thingy. We'll turn off the microphone. No, no, don't do that. I can't deal with that behavior. Right. What about now, folks? Okay, I've just turned off the other microphone. So they can't hear here, but you guys can hear at home. Quickly tell me, is it working, not working? Is the sound, is the interference there, not? No sound, didn't get here. It's a story. Uh, through here, yeah? Oh, camera, yeah, okay, yeah. 
Yes, yeah, it's off, yes, yeah, it's off. Okay, it's okay. What is? You've changed the microphone. And you've disconnected the other one, yeah? Wait, uh, is, the, is the blue still connected? Disconnect the blue. Is the blue is the the blue is disconnected, and so it's now the other one, the cam. So that other camera is now on, only. All right. So now this is now now pointless. Yeah. That's good. All right. Okay. On this one. Okay. All right, folks. So we're back on the sound, inshallah. So anyway. Uh, what did I do to get to? Uh, so I read the Arabic. All right, so let's read that again. وَيَدَاهُ عَلَى فَخِذَيْهِ يَقْبِدُ خِنْصَرَ يَدِهِ الْيُمْنَى وَبِنْصَرَهَا وَيُحَلِّقُ إِبْهَامَهَا مَعَ الْوُسْطَى وَيُشُرُ بِسَبَّابَتِهَا فِي تِشَهُدِهِ He puts both hands upon his thighs. And the right hand, he gathers up, clenches, clasps, الْخِنْصَر and binsar, the small finger and the little, f the whatever that thing, finger is called, ring, yeah, that one. No, it's all right. Ring finger, and he makes a circle from his thumb and his middle finger, and he points with his index finger in his tashahud. All right, that's the actual uh, text that we are covering today. So, quick reminder of from uh, last week. Who's where's the thingy? Where's the second uh, thing? Yeah, someone's going to uh, sit here and you're just going to have to do the, the, no, but it's the whole lesson, bro, the whole lesson. So, um, what we're talking about now is to understand, come around here, sit here. So, when we're talking about the, uh, uh, the uh, hands, all right, well, uh, the hands in terms of the, on the thighs, then we said before that there are three positions, yeah? The three positions are, number one, it's just literally on the middle of the thigh, okay? On the thigh like proper. And then number two, it's at the edge of the thigh and it's, the fingers are kind of overhanging on the knee, so at the edge. And then the third is this qalam, yani, this, this yani holding, and that is where effectively half the hand is on the knee and half of it is actually clasping the actual knee itself. Yes, yeah, so, sorry, half is on the thigh and half is clasping itself. So three levels, one, two, and then three. And that's the position of the left. All of these are acceptable. Our focus is on the right. The hand on the right always stays on top. It never will clasp, obviously. It will stay on the top. Whether you put it here or there, and it obviously is, uh, the, the focus is more towards the edge. Okay, it's an apparent uh, uh, action of the hand. And so that is, that's the first time that's come up. Oh, do they need to see? Yeah, okay then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, this right hand here is going to be on the edge, right? And now we're talking about the positions of the right hand, right? And according to the text, it says, That is the qabd, yeah? To grasp the two fingers. Yep, so you've grasped those. And then, وَيُحَلِّقُ إِبْهَامَهُ 
Okay, that's the ibham. And wusta ma'al wusta. Yuhalliq. So he creates the circle. Yeah. And wa yushiru bisababatiha. Okay, yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, you, can, you can put it down now, that's fine. Because uh, I'm going to now just uh, explain the text and then we're going to come into the positions. So, he's going to point with وَيُشِيرُ بِسَبَّابَتِهَا The sababa. Did I tell you why we call it sababa? Did I mention that last week? Qinsar, binsar, wusta. No idea why they qinsar, binsar. Wusta because it's the middle. <laughs> Ibham is whatever it is. And this is sababa because when you are cursing someone and fighting someone, you are... Put it back a bit, Lala. Okay, so this, you know, when you point to someone, like, I'll give you this, that, whatever, you, you know what I mean? And so, you know, you swear and you curse and you insult and abuse. And of course, that's called sab. All right, when you make sab of someone, it's, that's, that's, what, that's what it means. So it's called the sababa because that's what it's always used to be. And actually, in every culture, when you point, it's very rude, right? People see it as very insulting and they say, don't you point at me. So it's the pointing finger, right? So that's why it's called the sababa. It's, it's also... Yani known as the, the musabbaha as well, or the musabbaha, or the sabbaha as well, because it makes tasbih, right? The idea that you're going to make yani count with it and count on it and so on and so forth. But let's actually understand what we're talking about when it comes to the salah. When it comes to salah, there are a number of hadith that we need to uh, get under the belt, first of all, to try to weigh up and then understand why is it that this has created such a huge divergent a, a, a variety of actions and difference of opinion. All right. So we can start from the very beginning by saying that we have a hadith in Sahih Muslim. We have a hadith in Sahih Bukhari and in Muslim. The one which is agreed upon is that the Prophet Sallallahu we point with the finger, and that's why all of the four schools of thought and every scholar, at some point in whatever they do with their, their with their hand, they point with the finger. So let's have a quick summary of the madahib. In the Hanafi school, right, in the Hanafi school, they will keep the hand straight and then they will at a point, point. So they recognize that this is the key player and they recognize that there has to be, that there will not be such a case where there's no movement whatsoever. There's a movement. That movement might only be to lift the finger and raise it, but it's still a movement, isn't it? So what they've done is that they have combined, as you'll see, between all of the evidences and they've said, yep, we were able to uh, uh, account for most of the hadith and we were able to move it and we had some kind of uh, uh, strategy behind our moving as well. And they move it when? Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Now there's a discussion amongst scholars, yani at what point does it go up and down? From the Han forget about what you're told in the pack books and you know whatever. From the Hanafi school itself, from the fuqaha, the classical Hanafi fuqaha, and I mean the Hanafi school, I don't mean Abu Hanifa, I'm talking about the school, it's actually only meant to go up at La Ilaha. So it's not actually Ashhadu, although we're brought up like that, aren't we? In fact, if I remember correctly, when I was young, we were told that you go Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wa Ashhadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah, right? So it comes up for the whole shahada. Of Allah, and then comes down for the the Muhammad Abu uh, Ashhadu and the Muhammad Rasulullah. That's what I was told. Anyone else told different? Same, same, same man, same. Darulum. 
What was it told in Darul Ulum? What was it? What was it? Only la, not ashhadu. Not ashhadu, yeah? Okay, anyone else? Yeah, an la, yeah, up. You put it down. Okay, so, but you agree that we weren't told, most of us, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, ashhadu an Muhammad sallallahu In actual fact, that's an inaccurate representation of what the actual position is, which is that it goes up at Allah ilaha, yani I, yani bear witness, yani so the lifting of the finger is to deny, uh, not deny, to um, the opposite, the opposite, negate, okay, and la ilaha, there is nothing, there is nothing, that's the whole point, okay, and then illallah is when it comes down. So in actual fact, in the Hanafi school, the lifting of the finger is to negate and the lowering of the finger is to affirm. So, illallah is when you put the finger actually down. So, that's the way that they made their logic behind it, okay? And then there's no need for any movement afterwards. We'll come to the reason why they said that. That's the Hanafi school that you all know. In the Maliki school, they're very strong on the holding of the finger, and the, 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 the creating of the circle, and then variations of that, okay, which I'm going to cover. But they will gather up the small two, they will make yani, the circle with the middle, or they will keep it close to the middle, or they will make this yani in the middle, as you can see here, the thumb will go through, I'll go through all these positions, but they will keep the finger from the beginning. Some of them in within the madhab will differ. Some of them say you do move the finger. Some of them say you don't move the finger. That's in the school as well. And the Shafi's and the Hanbalis are pretty much on the same page, except that according to some of the Shafi's, the hand is flat and then it comes up at Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah. This whole finger is part of the affirmation of the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a different way of looking at it from the Hanafi school. And then it remains up like that. They don't see any other reason then for it to move. The Hanbalis then they differ amongst themselves. From Imam Ahmad himself we have a riwayat which show that it moves. And then other riwayat that shows that it doesn't move. And we know that yani, the movement itself is meant to be making dua. So they do have, as you see, this is pure Hanbali text. They are making the circle with the finger and they are moving the finger upside, uh, up and down accordingly or as narrated from Ahmed, no moving the finger as well. And uh, the rest of the, the hand is clasped. So you've seen this, the variety there. Then there's another position which we see quite commonly but is not known from the four schools. Not known. What's that? That's that. You've seen that, yeah? People doing this and actually this as well. Yeah? And the, the big thing here is the constant. Yani, uh, uh, constant action. That's the big thing, right? That it's not, that the difference to all of the, the previous schools is that they've all, if you've noticed, allowed for some kind of movement. But these, these, uh, the, uh, these scholars, more contemporary than, than classical, they're about it going from the beginning to the end, no evidence to stop it, it's got to be going all the way. So how is it that we have such a divergent yani, basis of opinions? We have a number of hadith. So for example, in the hadith in Sahih Muslim, uh, in, uh, in Sahih Bukhari in Sahih Muslim, the Prophet Sallallahu ashara, yani bi usbu'ihi, yani he pointed with his finger. Doesn't mention when, doesn't mention how, doesn't mention the nature of the rest of his fingers, doesn't mention any movement. Alright, so we know that the, 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 the index finger is a player. Then we have the hadith of Abdullah ibn Zubair radiallahu anhu, and he said that the Prophet he made ishara with his index finger and did not move it. Okay, did not move it. Sahih Muslim, right? Then we have the other hadith, which is the big one going against this. That's the hadith of Wa'il ibn Hujar, 
We've been using this hadith so far actually in a few places in, 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 in the, the last couple of weeks. The hadith of Wa'ib al-Hujr says that the Prophet ﷺ places the left on his left, open, placed the right on the thing, and then clasped the fingers, and then made the circle, and moved the finger, and made dua with it. Okay? He made the, the tahrik, right? Or actually, don't, don't follow me, but it just said he moved the finger and he made dua with it. So you have one hadith which clearly stating that he didn't, one hadith which is stating that he did. Now, if we look at these hadith, you know that obviously when it comes to fiqh, we, we use a, a, a number of tools and principles to come to a final conclusion. The first tool is to first of all make sure the evidence is okay. When you look at Muslim, you kind of step back and say, game over, right? You say it's in Sahih Muslim. There's no way that a hadith which is narrated, I think, by Imam Ahmed, uh, yes, by Imam al-Nasai, by Imam Ahmed, by Imam Abu Dawood, and Shaykh al-Albani considered to be Sahih, okay? Um, that's the hadith of Wa'al ibn Hujr, which says that he did move it and did make and made dua with it. Now, the question is, is this hadith, يعني, you know, the same level of Sahih Muslim? Not at all. In fact, a number of scholars criticized the strength of the entire hadith. All right? They said that they weren't yani, happy with the entire hadith. Those people who were kind of, okay, well, it's not the most weak hadith in the world, but certainly the wording of that he used to move it is a new entry into the situation because we have an asal, we have like a basis already, which is non-movement, right? Because of the hadith of Abdullah ibn Zubair. And the hadith of Abdullah ibn Zubair is establishing a kind of base status quo because it's more authentic, because it's Sahih Muslim, that there's no movement. So therefore, by definition, the hadith which talks about movement must be shad, must be odd. And odd, as we said, is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a term, a legal term in hadith, which indicates that it goes against something which is more well known. Odd, shad. And when something is odd, it is to be discounted then. So this is one of the things that we rely on, uh, okay? When a hadith, uh, from the obvious signs, when we look at the text and we look at the chain, it's looking good, but it's going against the opposite of a far more authentic hadith, then this is what's known as the ilal of hadith, the secret hidden faults of a hadith. And when you look into these yani, secret hidden faults, you'll find that actually from the outside, you can't see an obvious problem with narrators, but because it's going against something which is uh, 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 more authentic, then it must be weak. Then of course, there's a, now you might think that's the end of the story. However, if you want to really up the stakes, you had even some scholars that went back to the hadith in Sahih Muslim and said that the statement of Abdullah ibn Zubair, ibn Zubair that he did not move it, that ziyada is weak. Meaning that Imam Muslim made a mistake. Now that's a massive statement. Obviously people like us today make something like that. That's head chopped off time. But back in the day, Ibn al-Qayyim mentioned that. Ibn al-Qayyim's opinion was that the little increase of that he didn't move it, it itself was weak. I'm just introducing you to the the breadth of scholarship that we have, and that they used to even have the guts to even go up against the rocks of hadith and sunnah. This argument was not made by many, and to be honest, it doesn't hold weight. Why? Because reconciliation is so easy. That's why. It's so possible to be able to use both. And it's possible to use a number of others as well. So we have a number of other hadith. So for example, we have the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Abdullah, another hadith uh, that is narrated. Um, uh, uh, so for example, the hadith in Sahih Muslim of Abdullah ibn Umar, وَأَقَدَ ثَلَاثًا وَحَمْسِينَ وَأَشَارٍ يَعْنِ بِعُسْبُعِهِ الْيُمْنَى 
يعني he made 53 he made 53 and he uh, uh, pointed with his uh, index finger so we clearly have some kind of indicating and we have a shape to the hand as well we have the other hadith that the Prophet ﷺ looked at the finger and did not move his gaze from it until he finished that is hadith sahih narrated by Abdullah ibn Zubair we have another hadith, for example, that mentions that the finger, um, that the movement of the finger is a is deadly. Yani I'm just translating by meaning is deadly to the shaitan. You might have heard that yani, uh, before. It causes a disaster. It's a madra'a to the shaitan. It causes a real problem for the shaitan, the, move, the moving finger. This hadith, without no shadow of a doubt, is weak. And in fact, I go as far as it may be fabricated. And then we have another hadith which Abdullah ibn Umar, he said that the finger is, the Prophet ﷺ said rather, uh, the finger is harder upon the shaitan than al-hadid, than, than the steel. Okay, it's harder upon the shaitan than the hadid. You gather all these hadith together, and the scholars that I just mentioned, they're all still happy to hold their positions. Because actually all of these hadith which indicate yani, what I've just said are all vague enough to be able to use yani, like you want. So for example, the people who said that the finger is harder upon the shaitan than hadith, they said, well, yani, it can't be a, a standing finger. It's got to be a finger that's got some action. And then there's that weak hadith, which, okay, we, uh, we agree as well. Some of them will say, no, it's not weak. But that moving finger is saying that, you know, that's the problem for the shaitan. Then you've got another hadith which says that the finger is a problem for the shaitan. So you put two and two together. You say it must be the moving finger. And even if you were to say, no, no, okay, I accept it. The, weak is, the hadith is weak. Let's get rid of it and just use this one. They'll say, yep, the moving finger is, itself is a problem for the shaitan. It's showing focus. It's showing that you're not going to allow yourself to be, uh, you know, to fall into kind of, uh, you know, uh, lazy. You know, it's something which is literally keeping you busy, right? Um, the scholars that went against that, and of course that is the vast majority, okay, if not all, they were very harsh against this opinion. They said that there's no evidence in saying that a single finger against the shaitan is uh, uh, harder than upon him than yani, being whacked with iron or steel. That doesn't mean that he has to be moving. It means that it, in its conceptual, yani, in its conceptual state, is harder upon shaitan. And that makes actually far more sense. Yani the finger, yani we know throughout the Sharia, throughout the Seerah, has been a finger which has indicated something good. So whether it's in the story of someone saying, Ahad, 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 yani when they're being tortured to indicate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's Tawheed, or whether it was the Sunnah of the Prophet what would he do? Anyone know the Sunnah of the Prophet with his finger in, in, in the Khutbah? When the Prophet used to be on the member, when he was on the member, uh, he used to make dua. And when he used to make dua in his khutbah, he would lift his finger and make dua with it. And the companions used to say that he kana yad'u, yani he used to make dua with his finger. So, so he would say, Allahumma inni, yani, Allahumma, Allahumma inna na'udhubik, yani, and he wouldn't move it. But he's indicating that the finger makes dua. So you've seen already that it's a sign of tawheed, it's a sign of dua. So there you go. In, in the salah, we've got the finger there and it's focused and it's strong. It's indicating something for Tawheed against the shaitan. Of course, it's going to be a problem for him. It's the worst thing that he wants to see. Anything that reminds him of one is a disaster because obviously he's going for the, the polytheistic approach. So it's quite clear. In fact, uh, a very famous statement, uh, Ibn al-Arabi, Ibn al-Arabi, Qadi Abu Bakr Ibn al-Arabi, okay, well, this is not the, uh, the, uh, the other Ibn Arabi. Uh, just so that you know, 
there are two famous Ibn Arabis. Yep. There's Ibn Arabi. This was the big Sufi, the one who lost his mind, used to say all crazy stuff and fell into kufr and all the rest of it. That's, by the way, I know that you guys love your Urtuhul, but that's the guy out of Urtuhul. Okay? That's the guy in that. All right? That's the one reason you had to boycott that Bakwas. Anyway, unpopular opinion hashtag, yeah. Um, the second uh, Ibn, Ar Ibn al Arabi is the yani, Sultan al Ulama, the king, yani, Qadi Abu Bakr. Uh, Ibn al-Arabi, the Maliki scholar, the Faqih, was a great alim, and you only know the difference between the Al. He's known as Ibn al-Arabi, and the other one is Ibn Arabi. And it's a big yani, difference, and it's an easy mistake to make. Ibn al-Arabi, he made a statement, and as I said, he's one of the leading fuqaha. Uh, 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 he wrote, um, no, no, he didn't write that. No, he, he wrote, uh, uh, yani, his specialty is in Maliki fiqh. Anyway, he said that I can't believe how the scholars, how some of the scholars slipped up on this issue. Yani the idea that the moving finger is something which is intended by the hadith of the finger being harder upon the shaitan than steel. It's if you, he go, I quote, he goes, if you move one finger to shaitan, he'll move ten against you. And he goes, if you move ten fingers against shaitan, a hundred will be coming straight back at you. And Muhammad Mukhtar al-Shanqiti, Hafizahullah Ta'ala, Yani he brings us back down to our senses and reminds us that the asal in the prayer is stillness. The hadith of the Prophet what's the status quo of the prayer? Uskuna fi salah. Have sakina fi salah. Salah is meant to be a very simple, non-moving, relaxed yani, environment. Okay? It's meant to be yani, in control. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقُومُوا لِلَّهِ قَانِتِينَ right? And stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a state of qunut. And qunut means yani, obedience, stillness, respect, calm, servitude. So the asal from the Quran and Sunnah is that the prayer itself is not one of action and movement. And, you know, we, we've covered that. You don't go around grabbing people and doing things or whatever. And even when you need to move, it's got to be minimal. And, 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 and you get it. There's no shouting out. There's no speaking aloud. There's no eating aloud. There's no movement. There's no walking. You get all the points that you, you understand. So, therefore... This kind of action is going against that asal. And all this kind of movement and scratching and itching, it doesn't matter, but all this kind of behavior is unacceptable. In actual fact, we have another hadith which is interesting. The Prophet ﷺ was walking past a person and on his both thighs, he had his hands and uhid, uhid. I don't know the nature the scholars aren't very clear the exact nature, but he can yani, uhid basically, yani, he's basically trying to say wahid. Yani, Allah is ahad, Allah is wahid. All right? And he was indicating with both his fingers, both of his hands, both his fingers. And the Prophet told him only the, the right finger. Like he walked past and he said to him, whether he's still in his prayer or not, or whatever. But he kind of told him, stop the left hand and, and, and do it only on the right hand. That's an evidence, obviously, for keeping the hand flat and not doing anything. And it's evidence for the right finger. But it's also an evidence that it's not all action, yani, whatever. It's a controlled kind of environment. You get what I'm trying to say? And then, like I said to you also last time, this act here is a mighty act. And if the Prophet ﷺ was doing this act and he prays in front of the people every single day, the people would have reported that he's a while removing his finger. 
and th to that level. And if it was so carried on, the companions would have also done it, and the Tabi'een would have noted it. And if the Tabi'een had picked it up, then the Atba'a Tabi'een would have picked it up as well as, as, as it was intended. So, so, we can basically say that one thing that can be taken straight off the table is the concept that the fingers itself must be always moved or the finger itself must always be moving. So what about then the rest of the correct positions and how can we accept? The Hanafi school have gone with their position, all right? The problem with the Hanafi position is that they then have to try and come up with a solution for the hadith of 53. 53. What does the hadith of 53 uh, mean? I'm going to show you this now, okay? This is... This is, uh, uh, needs me to show yani, my uh, hands and so on and so forth. So, if you look at the, 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 the hands themselves, the hand itself, the Arabs, all right, have, um, you know, when we went to China recently, right? So, when we went to China, uh, what we learn is that, you know, when you're buying and selling, not even buying and selling, actually, just amongst society, they don't often need to tell you numbers. So, you know, like when you go and you say, how much is this yani, hijab in Saudi? They just put up their hands, don't they? They say, five reals. You know what I'm saying? They just put up their, their hand because it's five. Everyone, everybody gets that. So, the Chinese, they have all of the numbers, one to ten with their hands. They do this like that. Honestly, it's madness. I got it recorded, by the way. I recorded it. I, the guy started, I said, stop, 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 stop. Let me just start, you know, start again. And I record it. Let me find that video and I'll, I'll play it next week, all right? Um, so you do all this kind of stuff. By the way, not to ten or five. I think like to like a hundred. Really? I wouldn't know, bro, to be honest, but you know. <laughs> but, but, but enlighten us, though. Well, in the previous life. <laughs> In the previous life, on a, on a corporate do as you do, yeah. as you do, yeah. What's going on? So how many, uh, how many hands? How many? Everything. Right. Yeah. No, I, 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 you're right. So okay, there you go. So even in this country, we have that culture. And so the point is, is that there's a way of indicating numbers, and that, and the reason I say that is because we have hadith. Uh, the hadith of 53 is very well established. The Prophet ﷺ said that he made, uh, Abdullah bin Umar said that the Prophet ﷺ made 53. 53, when he, when he described it, is this. This is 53. Okay? Now, this is 53. Now, it would have been like this here. So you need to bring this. All right? It would have been here like that. So the, the two small fingers are curled up, the circle being made with the, with the, the huh? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just in your own world, aren't you? You're watching a game too, Lala. <laughs> right, here we go. So these two fingers are, are, are clinched up. That is now, the circle has been made, and we've got the finger up there. That is what he would have seen. And now you're trying to work out now, where is the 53? Now, if you look at this, right, there are a number of, there, there's differences amongst the scholars. Some of them said that it wasn't actually like that. It was, it was this. It was this. And that is 53. All right. 
And by indicating that 53, what they're basically saying is that there's the 3, 1, 2, and 3, and that this action, when the, when the thumb goes into the hand, this indicates 50. That's a 50. Yeah? So the, the, like this, this uh, kind of movement into here. And maybe they're referring to this? Maybe they're referring to that as a circle, as a 50? I don't know. Is it the fact that it's in there? Is it in there or not? There's another narration from the Tabi'een which says 51. 51 is going to be then indicated either by the same way. So, yani you've got one finger there, that's the one. And then you've got that indicating the five or, you, or the fact that that as a, as a sign is indicating five, a uh, 50, sorry. So that could be the next option, right? And then you've got the idea that, uh, and then back to 53. Where would 53 come from? According to some, and this is certainly my position and the position of my own Arabic teachers and those that are with the culture, and it is very important. Anyone know? Actually, you will know because you've done it in close. Five and three, right? There's the five, right? So the question is, uh, where's the three? These three here? Okay. Majority didn't say that. Huh? Lala basically said that basically this is the three one, three because yeah obviously Abdullah bin Amr looked at English yeah and said yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean one, two, and three? You, you Lala. Anyone else? Thumbs pointing at the third finger, maybe. In actual fact. The five, yeah, the five, the, the three is there. All right? Oh. <laughs> because Lala here, he's got the guy's a disaster, this guy here. Yeah, I want it from here, you pack. Give it to me. It's there. There is the three. <laughs> there is the three. Look, one second. Yeah, hold the phone. Just hold it there. No, I need it. I need, I need it from here, like that. My goodness, this is a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> There's the three. So where is it? Can you see it now? No. No. Huh? No. No. How is the Arabic how 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 is the Arabic three written? Yeah, go on. Isa, draw the three. Use starting with my index finger. Starting with my index finger from the top of my index finger. Yeah. So from there. Right. Hold this phone right here. A three, okay, would be written. Where are you going? A pack, right? Just steady. Well, a three would be like this. One, two, three. Do you understand? One, two, three. You agree or not? That would be three. Yeah, you know, if, if it's, you know what I mean, yeah? So, like this. It's not, it's not there, by the way. If it's not there, I'm just saying that a printed three, an Arabic printed, yani three, would be this shape. But that's not that, is it? That's only got two stalks, yeah? 
one second, one second, one second. Uh, but this is how the three is written. Persian numbers, the, 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 the Arabic numeral system was there at the time of the Prophet They knew how to write numbers. That has numbers. Al-Abjad al-Hawaz is not the only thing which is used for numbers. New, new, there's no doubt later, but in Asl, in Al-Asl, they knew what a five was. They knew what a... What a, what a You're right, yeah, correct. They had the symbol, they had the simple system, correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to. Uh, you know what? You, there's no doubt that this is one of the main opinions of how 53 was seen. The deeper question that you ask is that exactly what were the physical numerical system that they could see at the time of the Prophet We need to we need to look at that. We need to look at that. No, because you, 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 so, so, so 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 here you go. So if 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 the middle finger is is touching this, if the middle finger is touching the, 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 the thumb, then it's not now gone to the asal here. It's not creating that, as you said, the sign of 50. Well, yep. well, I, I'm saying they had no symbol for 5, 4, 3 at the time of the That's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying that according to your opinion, it's got to be a, 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 an indication for numbers. Yeah. yeah. And so that would require this to be flat in the actual... Yeah. And this, what you're saying is one of the reasons why there's so much discussion. As I said to you now, or I've, I don't know if I've got to yet, the Tabi'een said 51. And how did they make 51? They said that 51 is all three fingers down, all three fingers down, and this thumb is only going to the middle finger here, and this is meant to be the five, and this is meant to be the one. And I don't think that makes sense because you can't see any kind of circle of five there. So I think that this is what they mean by 51. You know, like where the five is, where, where the, the finger going underneath is indicating the five or the 50, out of the 50, and then the finger there is indicating the one. As for the scholars that explained 53, then they said five and three. Back in that day, they said that the idea of it being printed in this kind of, you know, very perfect way, that wasn't the case. Anyone yani, who knows that classically, if because I have seen on early manuscripts numbers, you will never ever fifth see. Century, century. Oh no no, I'm talking. I'm talking. Uh, no no, first century we have hardly anything anyway. Yeah, but first century we have hardly anything anyway. But I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean like um, uh, 150, 170 Hijri, that kind of time. Yeah, numbers. If you look at the numbers there, you will not see the kind of you know printed numbers like we see. You know, a four like that or a three like that. It's all very, very loose. You know what I'm saying? Just like the rest of the Arabic writing, which is so... Why, so this is an opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, an, it's, it's a, not an opinion. It's an interpretation of what they're trying to describe the number that is focused on. Because 50, if I said to you 53, they made 53 with their hand and left it as it was, you'd have a field day of a million different opinions. 
But if when I say to you that he curled up the two and he made a hole with his a circle with his middle and his thumb, pointed po uh, po pointed with his index finger, then you've only got limited options now to make 53 out of this position. And this was one of the explanations. That's the point. All right? So that's 53. Regardless, this position yani, of the finger, right, be in, being in this manner here, all right, I just want you to understand that it's being curled up. It's, again, not clear. Is this enough of a curl, these two fingers just being there? Or do we need it to be very, very close? Do we need to have this? This has been narrated, nail to nail. So nail to nail has been narrated. Is the finger very, very straight? Sheikh Muhammad Mukhtar al-Shanqiti says that when you look at the narrations, it seems like the finger is down towards the ground. It's in a state of submission. It's not yani, up like that. So that's another point as well. Also, yani, is there a position yani, of the thumb? Yes, the thumb yani, doesn't always have to be. There are narrations which indicate not just at the, the front there, but actually there as well. So the circle which is being made is that circle, not necessarily the perfect circle. So it's a circle which is being made yani, with the middle of the finger itself. We also, as I said, we have this position as well, where the, finger, where the, the thumb goes through the, two, uh, the middle of the, the fingers. And then the, the, uh, the, the finger itself yani, indicates. We have the flat position, as we said before. So it's flat, and then it gets lifted up at the point of uh, the shahada. And then you've got also the position where it is, ah, we have the hadith which indicates that the fingers are curled up. So we'll go, we'll curl the fingers up, lift up the shahada, and then we'll put it back down again, but we'll keep yani, the fingers held. That's the classic yani, Diobandi opinion that you will see. And in the Hanafi, modern Hanafi day school, once you said, Ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah, the finger goes down and the, the hands remain clasped, and some then make their hands go flat again. So you have all of these varieties and options with respect to the actual finger and uh, the hand. And my point is, is that nearly every single one of them has some kind of basis. What do the Hanbalis yani, really go strong on? What does Sheikh Uthameen yani, want to say? He wants to basically say that the asal, you can take that back now, right? That the asal <coughs> is that the finger is straight, but there's no doubt that he used to move it. And if he needs to move it, we need to work out what is he moving it at? And what is the, basic and the, what is the basis and the system? And it's either in dhikr, every time there is dhikr, or it's either in every time there is dua. If it's dhikr, then... The Hanafi position makes a lot of sense. Then, la ilaha illallah. That's the kind of idea there. It's a dhikr that we recognize. There's hardly any other, other proper kind of old school dhikr. And so they say there's only one movement and the Hanafi school have got that on lockdown as well. If we say that no, it's every single part of dua, then it, it, your, your finger will be like this. Then it would be Allah, or it would be down in, in, a, in a kind of like a lowered position. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammad yeah that's how it would be or every time that you mention as Sheikh Uthameen gives an example he says that it will be whenever you say the lafz al-jalala the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so for example if you do that then you'll come up with how did he uh, so for example he says If you're making, for example, actually he covers all of this. He goes that if you're doing assalamu alayna wa ala ibad, assalamu alayna is a dua. Okay? 
All right? Assalamu alayna is a dua. Assalamu alayka ayyuhan nabi. That's a dua. Oh Allah, send salam upon. That's a dua. Oh Allah. Assalamu alayka ayyuhan nabi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Okay? You like this? Or, assalamu alayna wa ala ibadillahi salihin. That's another dua. Okay? Ashhadu would not be a dua, ironically. So they would not yani, move it at that point. Then it's Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Then Allahumma barik ala Muhammad. Then Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min fitnat al-qabr. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adhab al-jahannam. And then you would keep removing the finger. So the idea is that, and this was popularized by Ibn Qayyim, by Ibn Rajab, by the mid kind of century, kind of the mid time, the mid term Hanbali scholars. That the finger is used to make dua. Huh? So, so the, the ones who are making dua, they're saying that there's no evidence that is linked to some kind of dhikr or whatever. The asal behind it is the hadith. The hadith says that it moves. And there, by definition, they're saying that movement can't be just a simple point. There's got to be some kind of movement. And as I said, they get that help yani, from that other hadith that the moving finger is a problem against shaitan and they kind of develop that narrative around it. It doesn't. None of the hadith is... The sababa. That he used to move it. Alright? So what you've basically, I, what I can conclude and say, is that you've got a hadith which indicate that it doesn't move, that indicate that it does move, that indicate yani, that it is still and indicate that it only moves at certain times. Some of these hadith are without any yani, doubt not to be criticized. Some of them yani, have some kind of weakness. They're not all the most uh, authentic uh, 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 by, any, by any means of the imagination. Another thing that we need to cover is also the position of the hand. So for example, We've said that that is yani, the uh, uh, that's certainly the position in the in the in the uh, in the text, and as you're going to see, this is going to be the class position. All right, the class position is going to be this classic 53, or the making of the circle with the finger, uh, uh, the middle finger and the thumb, and to use the the, the 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 index finger to point and to curl up the other two. But should it be flat, or does it get turned? In the Maliki school, the hand goes like this flat. All right, and there's difference in the Maliki school as well. And the reason for this turn is because of some riwayat, yani in the in the school and from the tabi'in, which indicate that the side of the index finger is in line with the side of the nose. All right, and so meaning that the hand is not straight. But actually, that's not as the majority of scholars said. That's not what's been intended. That's not yani intended by the nose yani that is in line with that. There's nothing problem being. There's no problem in in it being. In this line as well, this yani would be require some extra evidence. They also said the 53. How did the Ibn Umar say C53 unless it was yani clearly on display? So there's some yani circumstantial evidence, but it doesn't yani not strong enough to overturn. In conclusion, what I want to say is that I believe that the Sunnah of the Prophet in this is flexible. I think that there is some uh, there is a permissibility to be able to be flexible with the exact nature of how you hold your fingers. But there's no doubt that in principle the hand is curled up in principle. So whether the hand is curled up yani, in a very tight way, okay, in a very, this, you can see this, yeah? In a very, very tight way when it's a closed fist or a very open, but uh, from your terms, it's still curled. Whether it's curled there or curled there, okay? But the indicating of the, and the focus on the middle finger, the thumb, and the index finger indicates that they've got to be main players in this game. And that would therefore indicate that a more open kind of approach and a more, yani, you know, this kind of touching of these two and creating some kind of gap and having the finger, yani, at least raised. 
I think is the, the asl. And this constant movement is not. And even though I don't believe that there should be any movement, and that is my personal position, my personal position, I believe that the humbly official position, which is that it only moves when you are feeling it, when you're making a dua, some kind of indication, I think is quite fine. I think it's quite fine. I think that, in my opinion, even when you put your hand flat and then you say, I think even that was enough of a movement. Just like I consider the Hanafi schools, even that for me qualifies as a movement. But if you want to go further and say, right, no movement is going to need, you know, and I'll tell you something, even if you follow the opinion that your finger doesn't move, you know, when you're praying, you will see a natural little movement. You will. You will see your finger go up and down. I think that's quite possible. I think it might. And you know when you're saying something, يعني, you know, your mind is, you know, أَعْبُدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ اللَّهُمَّ صَلِّ عَلَى مُحَمَّدٍ يعني, there's, there's a feeling there actually. اللَّهُمَّ صَلِّ عَلَى مُحَمَّدٍ يعني, It's like I'm indicating, I'm making dua like the Prophet ﷺ would make in his khutbah. So I'm comfortable with that. The class position is what it says here. That the hand is curled up, the, the circle is made with the middle finger and the thumb, this finger points, it doesn't point like that. It's not any something very prominent because that would have also been seen and been reported. It's not there. As Sheikh Muhammad Mukhtar Shankiti says, it's a kind of like a pointing one, gently kind of coming down. So this is yani, acceptable. This is acceptable. All right, that's the class position. And if you want to move it, then we're good with that. No, and straight, straight. This, yani, this doesn't really have the evidence to support it. All right? Yeah. And, and the discussion of whether it starts like that or whether it you know, from the beginning is one that can be interpreted both ways. The problem with not starting it at the beginning is that you require, you make it more difficult for yourself. Because wherever you're going to start, now you need a direct evidence. Why did you start there? That's the problem with the Hanafi opinion and the Shafi'i position. Because the Shafi'is are going to lift it up at the Shahada. They will say, what's your evidence? They'll say, well, because, because, and it's like circumstantial. And the Hanafis the same. They're not going to say that this was the Sunnah. They'll say, well, what about that Hadith? Yani when he was going, he was saying, Ahad, or Ahad, or, or yani, I am making Tawheed, I'm making Tawheed. And the only part of the Tawheed in the entire uh, Tashahud is Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah. So it's not a bad circumstantial evidence, but then to indicate that it only goes up at that time is not, is not proven. That indicates just movement. So in actual fact, it makes sense that the asl of the finger is that it is up. And if you go back and remember what we said about sitting between the two sajdas, that's why those lot yani said that it should go up as well because the asl when you're sitting down, whenever, is that the finger is raised. Okay? We said that no, because the hadith make it clear that there is a flat hand, but in the tashahud we have all of these hadith which are talking about the finger moving and so on and so forth. So in conclusion, the class position is that from the very beginning, once you start at tahiyyat, once you sit down and you start, you lift your finger and you hold your finger, not in a very yani, dominant way, but in a normal way with your hand curled up, with your middle finger and your thumb yani, in some kind of connection. And you, most important, where there's no discussion, is that you look at your finger and you must focus on the finger. Yani your nadar does not go away from the finger. This is a mistake, of course, that so many people make that they look at the point of sajda. You know, they're always looking at the point of sajda. As we said before, the looks are three in the prayer. In the prayer, there are three looks. The vast majority of the prayer, and that's at the point of sajda. Okay, so when you're praying, standing, when you're in sajda, when you're 
a normal kind of position. That's going to be the majority of the time in the prayer. It's at your sajda. Where in your, when you're in your ruku'ah, straight down. People make the mistake of looking at their feet. You're not meant to be looking at your feet. You're meant to look straight down. You don't look at the sajda, your eyes go like that. It affects the, the position of the back. You don't look at your feet, it affects the position of the back. You just look straight down and that is leading to a straight back. And the third uh, looking in the prayer is when you're in your tashahud, in your tashahud is always looking at your finger. It gives you focus and it's a sunnah of the Prophet And the hadith is very clear. The hadith is narrated by Imam Ahmed, by Imam Abu Dawood. And it is sahih, Abdullah ibn Zubair said that he would look at his finger and he did not take his sight off it. All right, folks. So that having been said, let's now just quickly uh, uh, close up then what Sheikh uh, Uthameen Yani says about this. Uh, well, I mean, you know, pretty much I've, kind of, I, to be honest, he kept it very, very light. All right. He also just accepts it. He goes, there are hadith which have indicated, which have, are established in the, not, uh, you know, there are hadith which are correct that say no movement and correct that say you must move. And for me to combine be between them is very easy. What is being denied completely is a continuous movement. And what is being affirmed is the movement of du'a. So he's just basically taken that easy way out. And that's what effectively the, the Hanbali schools uh, 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 did. Okay. And the left hand is then kept open and nothing happens. And then he says, At-tahiyatu lillah. At-tahiyatu lillah. Uh, what's the time saying? Do we get into that now? <coughs> what do you mean? Is this like the new one hour is like a really strict kind of thing? Yeah. People are going to be having heart attacks, bro. Over one hour. Can I just say, can I just say, our lesson was never ever meant to be one hour. Zafar? How long was our lesson in the beginning? Bro, don't say one hour because I would love it to be one hour. I would be out here, out of here like a shot. Are we, are we want to make this an hour, folks? Early, yeah. That is young. It's only Liverpool. <laughs> right, let's answer some questions. Let's see what's going on. Look at that. Harisiani. Look at that. Gassam. Fatana. Andrew Musk. Listen, I did some introduction. It's not even existent, to be honest. No, no, no. All right. Okay, let's uh, come, come down and... Uh, uh, let's get some. Um, no, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll come to that. Uh, not that far. Yeah, no, come. Don't need to hear what up. Yeah, miserable. Yeah, bakwas again. Right. Come on, Lala. Right. You mentioned the hadith. This is important. I, I saw this and I wanted to mention this to Sumera immediately. She's asked a good question, but I did make it clear. I said that the hadith in Bukhari and Muslim only mentions the pointing finger. Do you understand? That is hadith untouchable, both versions of that, in Bukhari and in Muslim, untouchable. I said the second hadith, which is Abdullah ibn Zubair riwayah, which is the one that talks about, and he did not move it. I said that's the one that some of the scholars said that this, and they didn't say the hadith is weak, because they can't, because Muslim doesn't make mistakes like that. But they said that this ziyada is from the companion himself. This was his perception. It is his little mistake. It is ziyada da'ifa, yani, and that's what Ibn Qayyim's opinion. And it was rejected by, as I said, uh, to be honest, Ibn Qayyim has no evidence for that position, right? So it's only in that separate, different hadith that he's pointing that. Chinese finger numbers, blah, 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 blah. 
Arabic shorthand, knuckle to thumb, blah blah blah. Okay, online giving it their their behavior, and then 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 then. Don't we need to point the finger towards the Kaaba? This is also good. All right. That's one of the reasons, by the way, that the Hanafis said that the finger should be flat. Because they said that the asal of the fingers is they should be pointing towards Kaaba. The response is, is that that's the asal until we have an evidence to indicate not. And so it's not a problem. So the finger is, of course, it's not meant to be going in the other direction. It's obviously straight. You're not going to go like that or like that. Yani you are going to keep it straight. Okay? Uh, your finger doesn't move naturally. It stays still. No, no. I mean, when I say naturally, I don't mean yani, that your fingers are honestly you obviously get Parkinson's. When I will be villa. When I say that, Most of the Unless you're like a surgeon, unless you, unless you're Dr. Saab, yeah. Unless, because as we said, unless you're a surgeon and your job depends upon it. What I can tell you, he's not very good at it, by the way. Once he gets in the mouth, his hands all over the place then. Or is it just my mouth? So, oh, yes, bro. Yes, bro. You're going to get the lemons today, bro. You get a lemon for your orange and lemon slices. Little one came in today, yara. The only thing you need diet coke and ice. So um, no, uh, Mesa, we're not talking about the, the just. A, although I actually believe what Usman said that most people, normal people who don't train yani, their fingers to be yani, still, their fingers do move, but that's not the movement that people see. That's not a movement that people see. The only way that you're seeing that movement is if you are super close. All right? So I think the movement that I'm talking about, the natural movement, is the one when people making dua, they do indicate something. You know, like when people are in salah and they're moving up and down. and or, You know, body movement does kind of move towards things that we say and do. All right? Okay. Um, sitting between sajda hands are both flat. Yes, Aisha, that's correct. Um, in terms of movement of the index finger, why is the movement up and down so full? Yes, I never said it's, I never said it's you know, big, massive kind of you know, behavior. Yeah, with that, Yanni, thank you very much for that. Um, the, uh, I, I'm not saying it's massive up and down. I'm just talking indicating, right? That's correct. It doesn't need to be massive, okay? Um, in terms of, uh, uh, there's a question underneath. All right, is it all done now, yeah? Yeah. Huh? Go on. Yeah. Astaghfirullah, what are you hating man? What are you hating for? Why are you hating for? They got bored Lala man. Is zakat calculated by number of units? Faraji is taking liberties now, okay. For a business, is zakat calculated by number of units in stock multiplied by, by selling price? Yes, it's basically all of your stock at the price that you know that you're going to get for it. It's not, the, it's not the wholesale price, it is the retail price that you know that's what you're going get, to get for it. And you make an assessment of all of the amount of stock, just like you do in an audit. When you do an audit, you do a valuation of the stock. Now in an audit, it's wholesale price, isn't it? Yeah? Yeah, stock take, it's a, it's a wholesale price. Uh, but in zakat, it's what you're going to get for it. Now, my fatwa in this is that if you know that you've got stock that's not going to sell, then you are able to use wholesale prices because you know that you're not going to get rid of it in the year. I think there's some space for that. Okay, that's my opinion on that. Can I just say, uh, next week, in between Isha, it's 35 a month. 
Okay, that's the time change, and expect that to keep on changing. Okay, so next week, the lesson, the next two weeks, we should be holding an online at 8.35, okay? So 15 minutes onwards, all right? And then you've got the hour change coming up in a couple of weeks' time. So next lessons, uh, Isha here locally is 8.15, and online 8.35. Is it sinful for a male not to pray salah, salah in jama'ah, whether that's in the masjid or elsewhere? Is there an opinion that says this, as I heard it in a talk? Yes, that is an opinion, but it's not the position of the majority. It's not obligatory to pray in jama'ah. It's a sunnah of mu'akkad. And finally... Uh, Lutz with what are the various Islamic honorifics and expressions of du'a that we can bestow upon the Prophet that's coming next week inshallah okay is the finger position and movement also an area where we have to stick to one opinion is it possible the Prophet did all those mentioned and different companions saw different things I'll end with this question because it's a good and important one no there is not this variety you shouldn't go in and say that the sunnah is to leave your hand flat and do it like this today and then do it like that. No, I believe that it's a, ver a, a variety, it's a, the variance is within a particular area. So I believe that the variance is in how much you curl your finger and exactly how much yani, you are you know, using the middle finger in terms of closeness and the nature of the actual finger, how much it moves and doesn't move. That's where the variance is. I don't believe that it's right that you should be saying, right, it's so, it's so flexible, all is authentic. No. That's not the case. We do not believe that this is yani, an established position. We believe that that's an acceptable opinion derived from yani, the evidences, but that they actually point to something more specific, which is the gathering of the fingers. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is blessed. Next weekend, uh, not this weekend, next weekend is fitna. We have lots of this behavior, so share it out. Jazakumullah khair. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashhadu Wait there, wait there, wait there. We have, that's not now, it's ages away. Oh, the class. Listen, folks, okay, everybody, online or on-site. Next weekend, March 22nd, 23rd, 24th, I'm teaching here at Salford University, Fitna, important class, especially before Ramadan. Okay, so it's, it looks like it's going to sell out, so you need to be quick on that, folks, all right? That's one. The weekend after, Sheikh Walid Basuni coming from the States to teach torchbearers in Birmingham, Kabir al Foes. That's the weekend after, Okay. And there's also yani, a, a special thing going on there because it's the 10-year ten, ten anniversary. And uh, I will also be there on the Sunday, okay? I will be there on the Sunday, the March the 31st. That works out, okay? No, it's not fiqh du'a, it's torchbearers. It's torchbearers, it's not fiqh du'a. It's yani, a, a seerah of some of the a'lam, yani the, the key figures of Islamic history. Um, and then on Monday night, Chidu Masjid, is putting on a special with Sheikh Walid here after Isha. No. <laughs> Between Maghrib and Isha because Maghrib will be the new Isha. No, it'll be the new Isha. It will be like 7.35, 40. You get what I'm saying? So it'll be like coming for Isha. So on Monday night, on the, on the Monday night, the 1st of April, and this ain't no fools, okay? Maghrib, you come for Maghrib. And then between Maghrib and Isha, he's going to give a special lesson. And then we pray Isha, we close, and we go home. And then on Wednesday, we'll do the, pretty much the same. But we'll tell you about that. That's going to be OP. All right, folks. Jazakumullah khair. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Shadu an la ilaha illa anta wa astaghfiruka Allahumma wa atubu alaykum. Wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.